0: as a business we are unbelievably passionate about how we can enable more property ownership in this country and how we can educate buyers both first-time buyers but also uh, investors and end users going forward and key to property is going to be a whole integrated initiative which involves education insights opinions interviews and a whole series of information which will be across various different platforms to enable investors first-time buyers and other property investors to really um, maximize their understanding of the market and to maximize opportunities at their disposal we are uh, unbelievably passionate about the property market and think this is really going to be an exciting and key year going forward so the objective of today's session is ready to unpack the comments and insights from the budget speech which was held on the 22nd of february i must say thank you to the team from uber who did a really, really good summary of a lot of the insights and I've used some of that to to um, digest what, what our opinions are and just to really cover this in a, in a very, very short session. So thanks to Natasha from Shandell for me having provided their insights along the way. And um, yeah, they obviously a lot moving parts of the property industry uh, as a whole at the moment. We've got um, rising interest rates, which which is obviously a factor. But in terms of perspective, we just need to remind ourselves of those interest rates and what they are currently are uh, 10.75% is literally back to pre-pandemic levels and, and levels that we've seen on many occasions in, in the past. I attended a, a, a talk not too long ago by John Luce from F&B, and uh, his, his sentiment supported what a lot of us believe into the sense that we'll probably see another 0.25% increase in, in the, the near future, and that interest stable will probably stable for, uh, stabilize for a 12-month period thereafter. And then see it generally coming down so we just need to have perspective on that and then obviously there are lots of different other factors um, in the market in terms of th- things like immigration more innovation in the industry which is required as we adapt and evolve and then obviously we know that there are a lot of people who are looking at diversifying their portfolios offshore But the reality is uh, we need to be be positive about this market but we also need to be realistic and we need to understand that the fundamentals of the property industry generally mirror the fundamentals of the economy as a whole and there are a lot of issues right now that need to be resolved. And I think that's the positives that can be taken from the budget speech in terms of if there are initiatives have been spoken about and they can be followed through, then it can only be a positive year um, and hopefully it's not just lip service from a government perspective. So if we had to unlock the, uh, or unpack the, the, the key findings, I think one of the first elements as mentioned part of the budget speech is the transfer duty which uh, Many of you will know that if you purchase a property from an existing owner, you do pay transfer duty. Transfer duty doesn't apply to developers that are purchased off-plan, and that's important. That is a benefit of buying new stock directly from a developer. But what has happened is that previously any property under million Rand did not incur any transfer duty. That's been now been extended to 1.1 million Rand, which uh, is, is there as an as aid largely for first-time home buyers. A stat that was released by uber uh, as of january uh, 2023 is that the average purchase price of first-time homeowners was 1.13 million which is, is is quite interesting and that aligns to this extension um, up to uh, 1.1 million and just so you know from a transfer duty perspective they're different tiers so there's a tier from 1.1 million to about 1.5 million um, and then there's another tier for 1.5 to 2.1 and then and, and so forth so if you're purchasing a property right now for about 1.8 million you're probably paying about 30,000 rand in transfer duties so uh, it just gives you and equates the, the the saving that someone would have if they are not having to pay transfer duties around that, that million rand mark an interesting point that was raised and, and whether it affects a lot of buyers uh, we're not 100 too sure in terms of that that inner city uh, space but uh, the udz allowance. So UDZ is an urban development zone and applies to specific inner city uh, zones, Uh, inner city within Cape Town, Durban and Joburg as an example, and there to stimulate inner city development and inner city investment. And what that uh, UDZ tax rebate allows is for a person to write off 30% of the value of the property over a five-year period and that has now been extended for another two years so it can be assessed in terms of uh, the viability of it, but it provides quite a big opportunity for investors going into that space and seeing opportunities to be effectively be able to rattle 6% of the purchase price of the property over um, per atom over a five year period. We know that our economy, the backbone of our economy is uh, a consistent supply of energy. It's a non-negotiable um, as a as a country and, and, and economy, and it has such a huge impact on all different uh, components, including the property industry. So. To, to hear the plans around renewable energy is obviously been encouraging. Uh, the two main things that were we announced is how it affects the, the individual in the sense of the government providing a, 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 a rebate of 25% on the cost of individuals purchasing solar panels up to a maximum of 15,000 Rand and that'll apply for, for one year and they'll be able to reduce their tax liability in the 2023-2024 tax year. It's Encouraging the sense that we know what the crippling effects are of load shedding and how that relates to property industry as a whole is a sense that we will see more and more developers in this especially in the space that we are in using load shedding free marketing as a differentiator for now, but very soon we'll see that it's having to be a given. The sense of developers will have to make provision for people being able to plug in inverters, for example, directly into their um, their mains when required and and make holistic provision um, outside of common areas uh, for solar and so forth, so that especially those who are working remotely, as we go into this working from home mindset shift that everyone's having to become accustomed to, it doesn't work if people don't have consistent access to power and internet and so forth. Um, so it is a big factor going forward. The only challenge we're gonna see is existing developments are gonna find it very hard to retrofit their developments to provide that solution to end users, which is the benefit of newer developers who have a bit more of a blank canvas in terms of being able to provide uh, battery storage uh, the ability to plug in inverters and just general solar power across the board the second element which is really good for the renewables industry as a whole is the government's in- implemented from the first of of march which is basically that any businesses any business that invests into a renewables business that they can reduce their taxable income by 125 percent of the cost of that investment and there's no cap on that investment which does provide a logical impetus into the renewables industry as a whole going forward. And um, that is, is, is available for a two year period and hopefully we'll see kind of big boosts in terms of really, really um, seeing innovations and developments in that particular space. So all of these factors are, are great, uh, but it means very little unless we, we look at what underpins investor confidence and positive sentiment, which are really key components to the property market as a whole. And some of those key things that underpin that is strategic infrastructure spending. That has been earmarked within the budget speech. It applies to a lot of different areas. I mean, areas such as KZN, which were hard hit by floods um, over 12 months ago. It's vitally important that that infrastructure is repaired and prioritised and so forth. You still got infrastructure that has, has taken over a year to, to be repaired and it is vitally important that the right spend is allocated. It also stimulates um, job creation and economic progress within the country. Corruption, cutting down the corruption is, is actually critical. Uh, I see infrastructure, corruption and, and power as being the three pillars, and um, there has been spend committed to uh, clamping down the corruption, which is vitally important, and we really need to see how, how government takes it on and how it implements it. One of the things from the budget speech that I think many of us don't agree on is the fact that government has agreed to to bail Eskom out uh, of more than half of its its debt. Ultimately, that is taxpayers' money. Uh, we all believe it should be spent on things like infrastructure, economic development, housing and employment. But having said that, we know we can't move forward as a country without consistent power supply. So it probably is a necessary evil in the context of things, uh, but let's just really hope that that can can make a difference and that escom has ability to be um, able to deliver going forward based on the long lead times and based on the existing uh, corruption that we're all aware of but uh, let's be positive that this will be a step in the right direction so just in summary around the budget speech we all want our economy to to flourish we all want positive sentiment and we all want people to keep investing within the property industry of south africa and we want people to from outside to keep investing back in the country so it's underpinned by how we manage energy, corruption, crime, infrastructure and job creation and let's hope that what has been spoken about in the budget are all positive elements in line with that. So we look forward to a really exciting year, we're going to keep updating you on a regular basis terms of insights. We're confident that there are a lot of positives that have come out of the budget speech, a lot of positives for the year. We know it's going to be a challenging period but it's also a really exciting period in the sense that These are the periods where the best developments and the best developers, especially in our space, will come to the fore in terms of how they innovate, in terms of what they bring to market, and how it's aligned to the market demand, which is good for consumers and it's good for the markets, and it really keeps everyone on top of the game. So we look forward to chatting more and to giving you more insights on different topics as we unpack future property going forward. Cheers.